and welcome to the Gloomy Moonchild channel. I'm Gloomy Moonchild and I'm here with two very special guests. First, introducing Donna Fryer. I am the executive director of OrchidCon. Woohoo! Yeah. And Steve Hobbs, public relations dude for OrchidCon. Woohoo! Double woohoo! So anyway, the questions that I would like to start out are top 10 questions. And the first number one question is very important. What first started OrcaCon? Like, what is behind it and what started it out? Well, we were sitting around another convention and we were both losing a game of Seven Wonders and started talking about how much fun it would be to have our own convention and have it up, uh, up in Snohomish County. So uh, Steve's like, we should really do that. And I was like, okay, I'll start a con. And then we started a con and we roped in all of our friends. And here we are at year three of Orkacon. And challenge accepted. And Donna took up the took up the challenge. And uh, she's done these cons before. And she's had experience. And the great thing is, I think, is is the theme of diversity and inclusion. Um, which is not just a theme. It's, it's a belief. Isn't that right? Donna? Yeah. 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 The you know, when I go to conventions, like, you know, other conventions, even, especially here in Seattle, because hashtag Seattle so white, um, is you go to game conventions and it's primarily straight, cis, old guys, you know, white guys over the age of 30 or 40 years. And that's not that it's a bad thing. It's just what the hobby has been forever. And there's not a place and nobody's making a place for anyone else. So that was when we started it off. We wanted to make sure that we were going out and finding guests, that we were getting games, and that we were inviting people, regardless of their experience with games, to come out and have a good time and play mm -hmm. games. And, um, we invite a number of all of our uh, special guests and guests of honor are indig uh, indigenous or marginalized people of color, queer, disabled. Basically, um, it's all marginalized panelists. That is so cool. Yeah. That's so. Nice. So this is another question. Um, so for cosplayers out there that are wondering about OrcaCon, there are a lot of colorful cosplayers, including cosplayers that do fantasy cosplay, cosplayers that do cosplays from Marvel, cosplayers that do cosplays from any type of cosplay. Are we talking about yourself? No. <laughs> oh. Oh, edit this part out <laughs> but anyway I will not talk about myself <laughs> do you guys do you guys like cosplay at your conventions or do you consider it a big no-no uh, well we haven't we haven't had a lot of cosplay because it's tabletop games and mm -hmm. there's not a lot of cosplay based on tabletop games so there's not a lot of although there's a lot of people who do Magic the Gathering uh, cosplay of the different characters but um, you know eventually when we expand and if we start including video games and things like that we expect that we'll get a lot of cosplayers who will come really in amazing. as their favorite characters from uh, video games that'd be really amazing yeah. but right now we're, we're still new we're still small and we just haven't developed a program for cosplay but we welcome everybody to come cosplay right. we're not going to turn anybody away I mean, there's rules just go look at the Orcon website and it's acceptable not acceptable did you hear that, you guys? Look at the rules on the OrcaCon website. Right. <laughs> Always look at the rules. <laughs> Question number three. What is OrcaCon's most memorable moment in history? Uh, you know what? Every time we start the convention, it's a memorable moment because 
Donna can tell you, every time we've done these conventions, something happens where the hotel gets remodeled, um, or we're told, uh, hey, guess what? You're not going to have it here, even at this hotel. So the fact that we even have uh, the first day is amazing and memorable to me. In fact, I would say that the very first Orcacon that we did, when I saw everything all set up, I got to tell you, I almost had a tear in my so nice. It's all the hard work that we all did. I, I totally cried. I totally cried walking in and seeing all the tables because we expected that we were going to have maybe 200, 300 people. And the fact that we had 800 coming out for our first show was just overwhelming to all of us. And so seeing all the tables set up, seeing the vendors and the dealer hall set up, uh, seeing all that stuff and, and having so many people excited about what we were doing was just um, was amazing so I, I did I cried and then and then everybody wanted me to do a million things because I'm in charge and then I stopped crying and got on with it so yeah opening day of each con is uh, it's pretty good I think from last year the ice dungeon is um, our hotel had to close off half their hotel Whoa. so they put a bunch of the gaming in the basement where mm -hmm. the parking garage is and it was a winter storm mm -hmm. so it was like today is a normal Seattle winter so it's like upper 40s maybe somewhere around there it's you know it's just drizzly kind of day but last year it was frozen and so it was kind of you had to be really brave to go down there and play games wow yeah question number four if someone likes your convention how can they volunteer for it next year well i think you just go on the website there's a i think the web the email address is volunteer, right? Yeah, volunteer. Is there any special, um, you know, specifications, or is that the right word for it? Specifications? Um, requirements. 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 <laughs> well, there's one. There's one. You have to be. You have to be 18. Yeah. You, you have, have to be 18. 18 okay. That's you know, liability and law and stuff. Okay. So you have to be 18. Um, the 2019 website with information on what we're going to need for volunteers and all that is. But there, um, but the, you can be disabled. You can yep. be trans. Gender, you yep. be anything you're we open have, we to. We have anything. all of that in our volunteer yeah. form. Mm -hmm. You do have to be human. You have to be human. <laughs> you can't be an alien. Well, you, you can be a dog because somebody has a, you know, we've got one of the people who's working in our VIP hospitality who's blind. So oh, she wow. has her service dog, uh, Davida. With her, so so yeah, wow, we, we, really? we give we give people roles that of things that they can do. We have an accessibility coordinator, mm -hmm. Joe, so he handles a lot of that in making sure that um, you know volunteers and attendees are accommodated when they come the best we can. So yeah, two, 2019 information will be up on Sunday when we Sunday, launch the next okay. website. And just nobody else knows this yet, so you're the first. Is you guys are the first. <laughs> you guys are first. Our focus for 2019 is going to be LGBTQIA plus plus plus. So uh, all the uh, we're focusing on queer content, queer guests, and um, we're going to rainbow it up and have a big nice party. It's really cool. Yeah. So each year we try to focus on. Um, in year five, we're looking at going with uh, Latino, Hispanic, Latinx, all that mm -hmm. for year five. So we want to focus on have, bringing in guests um, to highlight the work that they're doing instead of the same same old straight white guys, you know, who are great, who are my friends, but they also don't want to take their places. So it's really nice to be able to have folks step up and the people who are powerful in our industry take a back seat for all the really talented marginalized people to give them a shot. Okay. So, you know, I'm an old white lady, so 
for me, that's the best thing I can do to give back to the community that's really is nice. make it uh, make it accessible for everyone as, as much as possible and have food trucks because they're delicious. That's a question. That's a question number five that I was talking about. We're on question five, right? Sure. I believe we are on question five, people. Okay, so question five. Can you explain the assortment of food that usually... Is this food donated or is it actually... Do you pay for it? It's actually... No, these are... Uh, what we've done is the... Um, so a lot of people don't know this, is that for hotels, many hotels, especially the closer to order airport, they don't actually own their parking lot. That's owned by another company, mm -hmm. another business. Um, or they might, the greater company might own it, but that's the parking garage is leased. Here, they own all of that, so we can do whatever we want. So we said, hey, can we bring in food trucks? And they said, yes, we love food trucks. <laughs> so I went over and I found a bunch of food trucks, told them what we were doing. So they've come in, we're doing uh, two for lunch, two for dinner each day. Mm. And um, I went out and found a variety so we can make sure we have uh, vegetarian food, vegan food, gluten-free food, and a variety of flavors. That's cool. Um, and a lot of it is we've got like off the res, we've got Filipino food, Japanese food, you know, um, That's cool. Latin food. We've got, uh, I'm excited about uh, latkes, you know, potato latkes, but we've got grinders. So we've got all kinds of different, we've got a soul food truck on Sunday. Um, we've got Moroccan barbecue also on Sunday. So I went out to try to find food that was a variety of tastes and prices. Um, because that's a part of accessibility too, because eating in a hotel is expensive. That's true. If you've ever had to get a bottle of water at a hotel for like four bucks. But here, you could just get something from the food truck or bring in something from McDonald's or your own food and eat it within our game spaces. That's so cool. Yeah, so we want to do that. So I think that we've got a good writing. Right now we have a listing of them on our website. So if you go to the website, just click on food trucks and you'll be able to see a description of all of them, mm -hmm. uh, whether they take cash or cash and charge and whatever their dietary options are. Question number six, does, do you ever donate, does any of this money for the tickets or have you ever, has this con ever gone to a good cause before? Well, we are a nonprofit. Nonprofit, okay. Yeah. So all of the money goes right back into the con. So okay. the money that we take in basically pays for the hotel space, mm -hmm. um, you know, the programs, the everything that we do to run the con, mm -hmm. and then we pay our taxes, like mm -hmm. good citizens. We pay uh, we pay sales tax, mm -hmm. we pay revenue, revenue tax, and then when we have that left over, we have just enough money to sign the, uh, pay the deposit on next year. So we don't actually make profit at all. Last. A last three questions are going to be a little bit more fun, so that because I, th I Cause see that taxes are boring. Because yeah, I see that the other one of the the, the guests are getting bored. Um, he's checking his phone. <laughs> okay, so do you guys have social networks that people can follow you on, like for for sorry for fans? Yep. Yeah. So it's Twitter. We're at Orcacon. Facebook. It's at Orcacon. We also have OrcaCon community, so people can join our community and chat with each other, and it's real casual. And then I've recently made an Instagram, so hopefully I'll be posting some pictures when I have some free time of all the shenanigans that are happening at the con. So everything is basically at OrcaCon. Yep. Okay, cool. Uh, question number nine. Almost there. Um, what? <laughs> almost there. Um, what? 
Do you guys have any shout outs that you want to shout out through my show to like family, friends, fans, anybody, like anybody? Do you want a shout out? Well, you know what I love? I love the another podcast called Geeks of Cascadia. So that, that's my <laughs> shout out because I'm, I'm a podcaster there. So. <laughs> shout I out admire to Geeks of work. Cascadia. That's right. Geeks of Cascadia. <laughs> Shout out to his show. Hopefully I'll be on that show one day. There you go. Do you have any shout outs? You know, my shout out is basically to everybody who's supported us. You know, anybody that has come to a con and given us $5 as a donation while we're at like PAX in the diversity lounge or things like that. Anybody who has supported us in any way. Some people can't afford to. They may live out of town and they've retweeted us. They've shared our Facebook. They've encouraged their friends to come that live local. Um, and just my thanks to all of them for doing this and, and especially for my volunteers because we couldn't do this without them. We absolutely couldn't do it. We have a great team. It's, I mean, I'm, I'm the face and the executive director, but I am definitely, you know, I couldn't do it without all of them. So I appreciate them so very much. Question 10, last question. Finally, last question. If you guys could call in, not call in, but if you guys could ask or get a really famous celebrity, a, a super famous celebrity, who would it be? Like, just call them out right now. Just call them out. Uh, oh, can they be dead? <laughs> oh, he, called, he said because they do. <laughs> I'm going to call. If I could somehow bring Gary Gygax back and show him this amazing con that has hundreds of tables. Who is and that, by the Gary way? Gary Gygax is the guy that started TSR and started Dungeons and Dragons. Wow. And the great is thing, he alive? You no, know, he's dead. <laughs> okay. But you know what? I think he would enjoy this because he would see all these people playing tabletop games. There's hundreds of tables here. And the great thing is about this convention is you can show up here not knowing anything about tabletop games. Mm. You can jump in. Uh, there's people Adventures League. There's Pathfinder Society. If you want to learn about magic, or maybe playing with Walker Society, we'll sit down and, and teach you a game. In fact, the volunteers around here would be more than happy to play a game. So it's also about fun. So I think that's what that's who I'd like to bring right here at the time, if I could. Wow. Vin Diesel. I want to play Dungeons and Dragons with Vin Diesel. <laughs> Good He's a big old nerd, and I want to sit down and play games with him. And that's it for the Gloomy Moonshot channel. Thank you so much for joining us. And I would like for my two guests to say goodbye to you now. So let, let's hear them say goodbye. So say goodbye. Goodbye. goodbye.